SME TV and I'm your host, Angela Vithoulkas. And this is our five in five show. That's five tips in five minutes from our experts, plus a little bit about them too. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can support us and all SMEs and you can share, like, and comment. Now, today we're going to ask how to write compelling messaging and compel your offers. Joining us today with his five tips is Nikhil Regani, principal of Shot of Coffee. Coffee, copy. I said I was going to do it. I did do it. Welcome, Nikhil. Thanks, Angela. Thanks for having me. Okay. You've opened your agency now since 2009. Yeah. And it's Shot of Copy. That's right. Great. Okay. We stand corrected because it's your coffee cup branding. And as you said, when we spoke off air before was you were standing around thinking about your branding and what were you going to call it? What was it going to look like? And you were drinking coffee, mm-hmm. but you didn't know that a few years down the track, that would confuse me. Didn't take that into account. So no. sorry for that, Angela. All right. Well, let's, let's assume that you, you didn't really worry about that, but moving on, you have been professionally writing since 2001. You've, you're a published author, you've worked for government ministers, writing campaigns, you've started your own business since 2009, as we mentioned. Now, give us some examples of the results that you've achieved for your clients with compelling messages. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, so, I've worked with a number of different clients across corporate as well as small and medium enterprise and, sure. you know, as well. So, some of the results I've got is I've taken organisations that have been in the red for five months uh, and turn around their the profitability to get them into the black in less than six weeks. I have done that, you know, through copywriting uh, and the associated activities with that. I have reactivated database, generated 92 strategy calls, not just leads, not just inquiries, but strategy calls overnight, which resulted in 30 sales, closing at $14,000 a piece. So that was around $430,000 worth of revenue in a month uh, just from those, uh, just from that one single email. I have helped clients in test mode who send out an email to, you know, to their test list generating three sales, not sales calls, not, not anything like that, but actual three sales at $18,000 a piece. So, so converting. Conversion, yes. So what, so what we're saying is you, you, can, you can see the results. You know what results happen when you write a compelling message. Absolutely. With, with the offer in conjunction with the offer. So you know that the, you can get results from that and that's why it's an important thing to highlight. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. SMEs love tangible results. That's what this is all about. <laughs> we, we like to know, we like to know, we love to know that if we do something and we do it correctly, that we will get what we are all searching for, which is more sales. More sales. Exactly. And that's what copywriting is about. Yeah. All right. Now, the clock's going to start. Okay. We're here for five in five. Okay. And you've got five tips on how to write compelling messaging and offers. Tip one, never write an edit as you go. So never write an edit as you go. This is a big one because most people, they try to write and they're trying to correct as they go. That's a bit of a, a bit of a no, no, because it will double your time. So the way to do this is understand that writing is a creative process. You've got to let those creative juices flow. Whereas editing, which is correcting it is actually an analytical process. So one's left brain, the other one's right brain. You can't do two of those simultaneously. So my suggestion is, brain dump, get all your creative juices out, Yep. write, go, you know, set yourself on fire, then take a break, come back maybe half an hour, 45 minutes later, get into analytical mode and go and correct all those little bits and then you've got some awesome copy because the mind can't switch between the two simultaneously. 
So we, are we putting too much pressure on ourselves to get it right as we're typing rather than just relaxing, focusing on just keep writing, get it all out of your head and then go back? I, I think so. I think so. And that's part of it because we were taught to try and get things done right the first time around. Yeah. Uh, but in a perfect world, right? In a perfect world, yeah. In a perfect world. All right, tip two, start with an emotive headline and tone. Mm. So the headline is the hardest part to write. Yes. And what most people... I I feel that pressure a lot. Most journalists also feel that pressure as well. So the headline is the one thing that's going to catch your audience's attention. So you want to spend a fair bit of time doing that. I recommend for most people what they do is they write 21 headlines. Again, it's that brainstorming creative process, yep. right? Get it out of your head. Truth of the matter, while you write 21 headlines down, probably your first 15 are probably going to be really uh, type headlines, right? But as you write that headline, what you're going to find is that those creative juices will flow, but a compelling, powerful headline which grabs people's attention will set the tone for the rest of your content and copy as it comes along. Right. So a lot of people try to do the headline at the end. Yes. Then the headline and the content doesn't match. And I find though that, do you find that when people sit down to write a headline, they get confused about what a headline is and they might make it too long? A lot of people do. Yeah. So what you want to do is make it short, make it to the point and make it benefit driven. Like what's in it for your customer, right? What's in it for them? So tell them what they're going to get by going through your sales copy or going through on your web page or your blog article. Tell them what they're going to get, what they're going to get. It could be make more money in this next five minutes. It could be as simple as up your sales with these three simple tips. Simple. Don't make it hard for them. Make it clear. Make it compelling. Do the headline first and that'll set the tone for the rest of your article. So if, if you're already focusing on a compelling headline, chances yep. are, chances are it's going to be even uh, more successful. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll keep your, the rest of your content in line. All right. Tip three, always have an offer and a call to action. Yeah, this is, this is a big one because sometimes what you'll find is when people go out there to write copy, they get so carried away in what they've got. They forgot to actually tell the people what to do uh, and they forget to actually make their offer. And this is quite common. You think, well, isn't this common sense? Actually, it's a lot more common a mistake. So always have an offer. Know why you're writing what you're doing and make sure that you plant seeds of that all the way through your copy. Okay, so drop little hints that you're going to make an offer. At the end, tell them, you know, I'd like you to buy this, you know, this service, this product, this widget, whatever it may be. If you'd like to do that, take an action. It could be subscribe to my newsletter list. It could be, um, you know, buy now. It could be, you know, booking for a call, whatever it is, but you've got to be able to tell them what to do and it could be tell them what you're selling. Do you find that it's a very common mistake when people think that they're just writing something and they forget, they, they know what the offer is, they know what the call to action is, but they haven't actually expressed that in what they're writing and then they wonder why it doesn't convert to anything? It's very common. You'll see that even in Facebook ads. You'll see that in LinkedIn articles. Uh, you'll even see that on TV ads. There's a lot of TV ads out there where they're talking about a product but they don't tell you what it costs. They don't tell you what packages come with it. They don't tell you how they can get it. There's a lot of those issues there. So they, even, even big companies that advertise on TV could, could actually in fact get that wrong. They do get it wrong most of the time. Yeah. So, so if they do, yeah. So it's, it's interesting though, when, when we, it's a simple message, Mm. you know, articulate your call to your call to action. Call to action. Yeah articulate that it's a simple message but often 
it is the hardest thing to do if you don't do it. If you don't do it, yeah. You'll wonder why haven't you got sales, but it's something else. Yeah. You'll, you'll be wondering a long time. <laughs> Tip four, make your call to action clear. Yeah. It needs to be clear. So you need to say exactly what you want your reader or your audience to do. So it doesn't matter whether it's a Facebook ad or a TV ad or even a radio ad. You need to be very clear what, the, what you want them to do. Call now and get your free XYZ or click here and register for this upcoming event. You know, you need to tell them. So be clear, but be directive. People are now used to being conditioned to be told what to do. Yeah. Well, they, they like to know why they're there. Yeah. They you know, did. if they've spent time looking at something or reading something or listening to something, or in our case, watching something, hmm. they want to be very clear in why they're there. That's right. What that's is it. the whole purpose of it? And if that's an offer of some kind or a call to action of some kind, yeah. if they don't know that result, then you haven't articulated. You haven't articulated. Yeah, you haven't articulated. Again, we, there's, there's almost, there should be almost one tip that's recurring all the, all the time. Um, tip yeah. five, create an offer stack. Mm, okay. So an offer stack is, a lot of people may not understand what this is. So let me yes. give a quick explanation. Sure. Usually when we go out to sell something, we might say, hey, buy my services or buy my product. What we want to do is actually create a series of, uh, a series of a package which contains a series of things inside them. Um, for example, if you're going out to sell a service, a coaching package, for example, or a consulting package, you might want to add into there other things that your client might find valuable. It could be a series of eBooks. It could be an extra training. It could be some video content, something that will help them. There's, there's a rule in advertising and in copywriting, which says the person who invests the most into the customer acquisition process will get the customer. Most people think that means who spends the most advertising dollars, yep. but actually you can also invest in terms of value. So if you sell something, which is, you know, $10 of value, but you stack it full of $100 worth of value, yep. all of a sudden your $10 goes further. So, Is that is that a value-add thing? It's a value-add thing, yeah. Right. So I'm, you're, I'm selling steak knives. I've got six of them, but guess what? I'm also going to give you a colander. Wow. Now that makes it much more valuable. Because you've you, got extra things. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And if you sell them, you know, a pack of steak as well so that they can barbecue on the new, with their new barbecue tongs that they're also going to get, now all of a sudden for 10 bucks, it's like, wow. So is this the part where you say, but wait, there's more? But wait, there's more. Right. Exactly. So that's, exactly. so that's, that's the tip, but wait, there's more. Yeah. Packaging, put, put more in there. Have a stack, literally, have a stack as part of your offer. That's exactly it. Okay. Well, you know, that's very important. We've had five tips in five minutes, probably a little bit less, I think, but I really do want to re-highlight, Nikhil, and focus on never write and edit as you go because mm. I think that's the big stumbling block when people sit down to write their own compelling messages. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me, let me uh, warn that a little bit more. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So most people, when they're writing, they encounter something called writer's block. Okay. <laughs> I, most of I, us, yeah. yeah, most people do. Here's what it is. I don't believe writer's block exists. Okay. I think it's because people are trying to get it perfect, okay? When you go for perfection, you end up procrastinating, and that's what writer's block really is. So just a bit of a, a breakdown on that. So my, my suggestion is when you're going out there to write, doesn't matter what you write, just dump it out there. The idea is not to get perfect. It's just to get it out of your head, okay? The process of perfection comes from editing. Right? So just get it out of your head. You won't get writer's block. It doesn't matter where you start. Write it in the middle of the page and then draw little star diagrams and mind maps and do whatever you have to do just to get the ideas out of your head because that's the creative process. Right? 
that's the creative process. Once you've got it out of your head, once it's nice and easy out of your head, take a break, come back, look at it with fresh eyes. It could be the next day, it could be a couple of weeks later, it doesn't really matter, but come back to it with a fresh perspective. And then when you're editing, you can correct, you can take things out, you can put things in because you've not only then processed it at a conscious level, but you've let it kind of percolate at an unconscious level too. And, and that's why usually it's two different people that do that job. That's exactly right. why it's two different people. Right, and yeah. it, because it's, as you've said before, it's, it's two sides of the brain that one, one side works with one area and one side works with the other area, which clearly is why it's a two-person job sometimes. But given that most of our SMEs are probably going to do the job themselves, unless they hire someone for it, right. it's important to understand that you're not going to be able to create and edit at the same time. That's exactly so, There's no need. There's no need for that extra pressure. No. Of no everything else. Chill out, take a cup of coffee and... Uh, <laughs> Chill out. Yeah, that, that's a... Uh, I find that that is actually the greatest advice you can give when you are trying to be creative. It's relax. It is, yeah. It's relaxed. But if you've left everything to the last minute, you're unlikely to be able to do that. Thank you very much for sharing your five tips today with us. That's a pleasure. Thanks, uh, and letting our SMEs know that it's, it's not that hard if you follow a process. That's it. Just, just follow the process and trust that it works. To our viewers and our listeners, please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can support us and all SMEs and you can share, like and comment and see lots of other great tips from all our other experts. A huge thank you to our SME Association for making all of this possible and believing in us. And if you have any other tips that you would like to share, you can reach us. News at smea.org.au and we're across all the socials. Thank you very much, Nicole. We'll catch you again. Great. Thanks for having me, Angela. Bye. Thank you.